start to put tension on my string drawback, I was like, okay, I'm gonna it. It's him. You can look at the horns when he's dead. I'm, I'm in, you know, in the zone. Let the arrow go is perfect. Uh, when they lose their front shoulders, yeah, you start, yeah, that's how you know. You're listening to the White Cat Outdoors podcast, bringing you to the table where we talk about the outdoors. You're dumb. <laughs> What's going true. on, guys? Episode 60 of the White Whoa, Cat Outdoors big podcast. Big 6-0. Yeah, getting old. We are getting old. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to go right into it and just throw it over to Nick and Tom and let them talk because they've got the, the details all hashed out and they got the information. So it's all on them. Yep. So me and Tom are going to talk a little bit of housekeeping here. We're going to break out the brooms and mops and clean it up around here, let you guys know what's going on. Um, so we've been talking amongst ourselves, and uh, we decided that we're going to do the first annual White Cat Turkey Scramble. Now, this is just you're pretty much a uh, turkey pull like I'm sure you guys have all been in before but with a white cat twist um, this isn't no chocolate twist or orange twist this is a white cat twist um, what we're going to be doing here is it's going to be you can either do it in teams or by yourself but it's going to be you know one entry um, and basically it's going to be 30 bucks you guys can sign up in pairs or just by yourself regardless th- 30 bucks um, what it is is basically it's going to be opening day, which is May 1st for this year. New um, York and PA. Yeah, New York and PA. Um, and all it is is biggest bird turned in. Um, we're going to use Boone and Boone Crockett. And, yeah, Boone and Crockett. Thank you, Tom. Um, and that, that's the winner. And But that 30 bucks, you're going to win a cash prize. Uh, it's undecided, obviously, because we don't know how many people are getting in. Um, but that 30 bucks is going to get everybody um, their meal ticket for – refreshments and burgers and dogs or whatever we decide to cook up that day uh opening day um there's going to be an after party starting about one o'clock um and go throughout the rest of the afternoon after hunting season or after opening day of turkey if you will but um so yeah come on out turn your birds in maybe win some money eat some good food drink some beer yeah birds have to be turned in in yeah. person by yeah. three i think we yeah decided. three o'clock so basically that that limits it to how far away you can be this is more for our local guys um bird has to be turned in in person uh, by three o'clock so if you're within the area um and this is edinburgh area just to give you an idea crawford county pennsylvania yeah so if you're within an hour or two of here yeah no big deal feel free to get in yeah it's gonna be a good time or i mean hell you could be six hours away but if you kill your bird early enough yeah come on over um, obviously, you have to be signed up before, you know, Friday night. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be a good time. If nothing else, even if you don't kill a bird, you still get some free beer and food and come hang out with us and tell us how your hunt went. So yeah. Maybe we could do a podcast right after with the winner. We could. I just thought of that, and I think it's a good idea. That's a great idea. Frank's shooting from the hip, and I like it. Yeah. He hit the white mark. cat way. It is. So we'll, uh, we're going to dive a little bit deeper into that podcast or that topic later um as closer that's, to turkey season yeah um but, but we gotta just get want, the word out so just wanted to get that it's fresh happening. yep may 1st can't forget it, it's opening day of turkey season 
Yeah, so. turkey scramble. Yep, white cat turkey scramble. Got to be, be signed up before, though. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun, so hopefully we uh, see you guys there. If you're listening and you want to get signed up, shoot us a DM on the gram. and yeah, uh, we'll, or Facebook, either way. And we'll get you the deets. Yeah, so that's open registration. So, mm-hmm. well, uh, like I said, we'll touch again on that here in about a month or so. And I'm sure we'll bring it up again between yeah, well, it'll be just to make sure everybody's remembering. For sure. If you skip a week, we'll make sure you hear about it. Yeah. So thank you, Frank. I think the floor is clean now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Um, and basically all we're going to talk about today, uh, since there's quite a few rule changes going on that have been coming out the last couple weeks for mainly deer season is what we're going to be talking about for PA. So if you... Uh, if you're a listener from somewhere else, then it doesn't really pertain to you, but you can go ahead and listen and see what we got going on here in PA. In case you're, you know, if you're over in Illinois and you're traveling to PA for hunting season. Mm-hmm. Um, Which a lot we, of people Yeah, do. we get that a lot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, coming over to this big buck state we have here. Um, we get all kinds of, mo- mostly Illinois and Iowa guys coming out this way. So those guys could benefit for sure. Absolutely. But, so I guess we'll just uh, go down the list here. Um, I got the list here, so we'll just kind of do a little roundtable discussion about some different things that are to be expected in Pennsylvania this year. Um, and first up is Sunday hunting, um, which, you know, as you know, we had three Sundays last year. Um, first time ever. Yeah. It, it was nice. I enjoyed it big time. I, I only went out one of the Sundays because the other two were freaking horrific, yeah. terrible wind and rain. I think Tom went out for all three of them. Yeah. Though. Tom, I think yeah, I think he was out on principle. Yeah, I think sure. I think so. No, I just <laughs> I tell you what, that one hurricane we had, I saw a lot of deer in a short window of time. So basically, the weather was awful, windy, raining, snowing, all around, not good. While I was on stand, there was like twenty minutes where the sun came out and the wind died right down, and I was like, oh man, this is going to be perfect. And deer just started moving from everywhere. Mm-hmm. Well, then 20 minutes later, skies got dark <laughs> Hurricane again. Hurricane again. Yeah. But in that 20 minutes, action was hot. So yeah, I actually climbed down out of my tree stand because I didn't feel safe being in a tree. <laughs> I seen a giant branch fall, and I was like, you know, if that would have hit me in the head, I'd probably be done. So yeah, better I'm, head out I'm of gonna, the woods. Even I'm though it's Sunday. Tree. Yeah. Even though it's our first Sunday hunting Better, better tap out. Well, I didn't tap out. I just tapped yeah, you, out of my tree stand. Yeah, you, I hunted from the ground, which so the tree can't hit you in the head when you're on the ground. I was yeah. the tree I was in was half dead. I was mostly afraid of that thing falling <laughs> over. <laughs> um, so the big change that's coming this year with Sunday hunting, um, or at least that this is all proposed. Yeah, um, just as a disclaimer. Um, but last year, the Sunday hunting was only open for bear and deer. Um, mm-hmm. But there was other small game um, that was in season at that time, yeah. um, like squirrels and fox. And you were not allowed to kill those on Sundays. This year, they're proposing to allow no extra Sundays, but on those Sundays, you can hunt everything that's in season. Mm-hmm. So I think that's I – I feel like everybody should get to take advantage of it. If you're not a deer hunter, but you hunt squirrels like our buddy Let Fly – yeah. He hunts deer too. He kills bucks all the time. Yeah. But he's big time squirrel hunter. Yeah. Why shouldn't he be able to take advantage of these Sunday hunting? So yeah, I hope exactly. that this gets passed through. Um, I don't know if Tom have any opinions on that. I think it's just time to open up Sunday yeah, hunting in general. It's well I'm, past due. I, I agree feel the same way. Just it, 
deer, it's deer season or whatever season doesn't matter. It's hunt on Sundays. Every almost every other I don't I can't even think of a state that doesn't hunt on Sundays. But we're one, and it's it, dumb. Yeah, it's time to just open the floodgates and let us hunt on Sundays. Yeah, I don't understand the point of like tiptoeing our way mm-hmm. into it. It's not like we're jumping into a pool of cold water where you have to ease your way in like yeah it's not like shooting up heroin where you got to ease into it yeah build up a tolerance (laughs) yeah just go all out yeah so moving past uh (laughs) the two main arguments i see are um that i'm going to debunk both of them right now um they're both dumb first one is give the animals a day of rest most people are not getting to hunt a full day during the week they have plenty of time to rest in, mm-hmm. in most of the year actually yeah um and so I, I don't even understand i think that comes from non-hunters that don't understand what's going on yeah the majority um, of people are at work yeah. during the week and don't get to hunt exactly if you, if you work until five o'clock you don't get to hunt yeah and then the second one is people want their time um like you know like granola eating trail hikers to <laughs> they want their time in the woods well they have the rest of the year and they don't buy a hunting license that provides these state game lands anyway yeah. So they shouldn't really have a say in it. I personally believe that there should be trail permits. Yeah, if um, you don't have a hunting license... You should have to buy a stamp, Yeah, personally. Because you're not paying to use that land, but you want to have a say in what goes on in that land. It's yeah. stupid. Agreed. It doesn't make any sense. So if you so. want to dictate what goes on there, either buy a hunting license or, like you said, have some sort of trail permit and yeah. walk your dog the other nine months out of the year stay out of there in the winter time when people want to be archery and rifle hunting and if you can't live without walking your trails just make sure you're wearing an orange vest and put an orange vest on your dog yeah there you go and shut the hell up (laughs) thank you (laughs) next topic is shooting all the dough unlimited that's misleading (laughs) it's unlimited doe tags yeah and nobody's reading into it no every article you see like come up on facebook it's like oh pa is doing unlimited doe tags and that's not even a little bit what's going on it kind of to an extent but what yeah it's unlimited to the user while the tags are available and the way i'll break that down for you is each wmu in pennsylvania has an allotted amount of doe tags and every year you can only have i think three I think three is the three number. is the max. Yeah, um, that's a technicality, but that's as many as you can get per person. And even every, if there's still tags left, even if there's tags left, and what was happening was is there's a lot of tags going unfilled, which means we're getting a lot of doe that should be killed that aren't getting killed. And yeah, and popul- that's the reason why they pick yeah. the number of tags to issue is because they say, okay, we have this many deer, so we need this many killed to keep the population where we yes. want it. So here's the number of tags. Yeah. If no one's buying those tags, they're not meeting the quotas that they want for you know, that population that they want to aim for. Exactly. So places like 1B where we're at likely won't see any change because we sell out every year. Yeah. But when you get down into like the suburban areas where there's always unfilled or unpurchased tags, I think you're not going to be allowed to have any more than three or four in possession. So it's not like you can go and buy 20 tags, yeah. but as long as they're for sale, you can continue to go back and buy more. Mm-hmm. which I'm totally for hit the quota. You know, if yeah. somebody, if some like, and it's not that like people are just shooting these deer and letting them lay in the fields. A lot of times they're mm-hmm. getting donated um, to there's programs all over Pennsylvania yeah. to and donate your deer themselves. or eat themselves. Yeah. We, I mean, between me, Tom and my dad, we had four deer put in the freezer this year and I guarantee all of those are going to be gone by midsummer. Yeah. Like just the way it works. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's definitely misleading when people are saying unlimited doe tags because it's, 
not at all unlimited because the quota number isn't changing. It's just individuals are no longer limited to three as long as there's tags available. Okay, you can keep buying them after you shoot your doe. You're not done. We still need these deer killed, so yeah. keep buying the tags until we're out of tags. And it generates more money for the state. Mm-hmm. Um, do we need to still apply for? Yes, our you're still going to yeah. apply. It is still going to be applied for your first one and your bonus. There, like, there's going to be like the bonus rounds, but after that, I believe they're proposing for them to be over the counter. Once everybody, like, they do like their second and third round of bonus tags. After that, like in season, you'll be able to go over the counter and buy more tags. It'd be just like buying a hunting license. Mid-season. I don't understand Basically. why they wouldn't just start it over the counter, like like every other others. state. Yeah, yeah. I I'm hoping they get to that eventually. But like again, these are all proposed. Nothing is set in stone for the 2021 season yet. Mm-hmm. Um, well, maybe they'll listen to our podcast and be like, you know what those those guys have some good ideas. Yeah, That's we're, what we're. I can't we're believe that we're still like. Well, I mean, it doesn't surprise me we're not allowed to hunt on sundays you have to apply through the mail for your doe permits like mm-hmm. yeah like most you can even do it online you walk up and you either buy them straight over the counter or they like click two buttons and they're like okay tags available here you go like yeah. you still have to apply technically but it's an application that's done that's in how two new york seconds. is yeah. yeah as soon as you apply you get it right back and it's done yeah yes or no yeah pa just wants that check sent in the mail yeah, yeah. um next uh topic of discussion is e-licenses and this is another advancement in our generation and stuff for years up up until now you always had to keep your physical license on you um visible it doesn't have to be visible anymore you can oh have yeah so they wallet. switched okay so they that switched was a few it years ago they changed um, that but now they're proposing to have e-licenses so basically you can have an electronic copy uh, on your phone um so you no longer have to worry about your paper tag or reprinting tags. I know somebody that like loses their tags quite often. Um, right, usually right before they need them, like yeah. going on a hunt, and then I spend an extra half hour looking for my tags. I was gonna say, I think you gave away who yeah. the person was. Well, that it's, you were me. Thinking. <laughs> it's me. It's um, me. So having the ability to just have it like a downloadable copy on my phone would be really really nice. Well, how do you tag the animal? You still need to have your physical tags. This is your hunting license. Yeah, but your tags are attached to your license. <laughs> Not if you buy them separate. <laughs> well, as soon as you, ta- as soon as okay, spring turkey comes up. Actually, it would be like fall, like archery season. As soon as you rip your tag once, now your license could be removed from your tags. If you misplace it, you would be able to have a digital copy. And so, instead of paying the eight dollars or whatever it is. Or panicking, you still have to be able to tag the animal, but your license is like an e-license. Uh, I don't think it hurts anything. No, it doesn't hurt anything. I just think it's dumb. Yeah, I think it would be... But I think there's bigger issues that they could be trying to work out than... Yeah, than e-licenses. But I, the only like spot I see it being an advantage is, say you're walking through the woods and you get stopped by a game warden, say, while you're in the woods haven't killed anything you don't have to tag something but they're like all right you know let me see your license and you're like oh shit i must have dropped it somewhere walking in or out of the woods whatever and then you can just say well here's my phone you know i got i got my e-license right here so in that situation i would see where it would come in handy but like tom said if you're tagging an animal odds are you got your license right there too because they're attached yeah but like there's situations for everything and like when we went up to canada 
I just had my fishing license on my phone, but again, I don't have to tag yeah, every fish. fish. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, but for a small game hunter, a predator hunter, mm-hmm. something, not everybody yeah. that is out hunting hunts deer and turkey that need to be tagged. Yeah, exactly. So if you think about it in the essence of a, a guy broader that, spectrum. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's not just about you, Tom. Yeah. Well, I guess my other issue is in the cold weather, my phone dies in about 20 minutes. Yeah, same so. here. Well, it's bad. pull out your Kindle and put it on that. <laughs> yeah, because I do like to read when I'm on stand. <laughs> pull so out a good book. Just nestle up into a good book in your Summit Viper. <laughs> yep. Just uh, get lost up there. Uh, next, which I'm actually interested to talk to Tom about because I'm sure he's unaware of this. Um, I'm sure he's got plenty to say. Yeah. So... As we have all discussed prior, the turkey population has seems to be on a bit of a decline, maybe starting to come back, but definitely, seem, definitely, back. Coming back. definitely. definitely seems to be declined from years prior. Yes. Um, so there are proposed changes um, in separate WMUs where it's more great to reduce the season, um, tag allocations, and in certain WMUs, closing turkey season altogether. Really? 1B is not one of them. 5A is. I, I didn't know that. 5A, they're looking at closing the season completely. Not this coming spring turkey. Like, yeah. This is next, proposed. so 2022. Um, and again, it's proposed. It may or may not happen. Yeah. But basically, a reduced turkey season to help stimulate the uh, population that is definitely down from what I would say was 10 years ago. So, I don't know, Tom, if you're in agreement with that or... I, I don't know if I'm in agreement with it. I think it's not the hunters that caused the downfall of the turkey population. We had several very harsh, cold winters in a row. This is it's a temporary, by, like right. to help bring it back. Not saying they're not saying that the reason it's down is because of hunters. They're saying we're trying to let the population grow back up, so let's not kill as many this year. But I don't think you're killing. Enough. Oh, okay. okay. I, I, okay. I got where you're coming from now. Yeah, I think that's more what he's saying. Like, even if you stop hunting for a year or two, the number of birds that are getting killed every year aren't going to be enough to make up for. Because I wonder, we'd have to look because when my dad was a kid, there was actually a they they closed deer season at one point. Mm-hmm. I wonder how much well, that when helped. dad was a kid. That was back like when grandpa was a kid. Oh, was a back when Same before thing. I was hunting. Back when tigers used to smoke. <laughs> Yeah, those camels. No, no. Saying definitely tigers. Well, camels used to smoke too. Like you're thinking of the cigarette camels. Yep. Anyway, yeah, it was. I think the big thing was we kind of got like double, triple whammied with super cold, harsh Global winters. Warming. No, I don't think that was it. it yeah, because it was like 2013, 14, and 14, 15. Those two winters, we had, like, weeks straight of negative 20-degree yeah. air temperatures, not wind chill. And those two years in a row, I think, really hurt yeah. the population. And then, like you said, we got... We got followed up those harsh winters with super wet springs. Yeah. Which... And then, I don't know... There's theories on fishers being introduced to the area. I don't know if the game commission reintroduced them into the area or if the population's just been growing, but there is definitely an increased number of fishers Mm -hmm. and predators in general. I think you don't have the amount of people trapping anymore um, Mm -hmm. due to, you know, hides aren't worth nearly what they used to be, so nobody's wasting their time trapping. 
So fishers, raccoons, possums, fox, coyotes. Stuff that eats eggs. Yeah, everything has been going through the roof. So obviously, you know, all of those predators eat poults. They eat the eggs. They eat the turkeys, the full-grown turkeys. Like, it's. I think if you really want to help the turkey population, you knock down the actual turkey predators. Yeah. I think compared to the fox, the coyotes, and the fishers, hunters take... Not even a fraction of what they take. Yeah. Yeah, because one fisher will go in and destroy an entire nest of a dozen eggs. Yeah. So... Yeah, so right there you lost 12 turkeys as opposed to you going out and shooting one a year. Yeah. If you even shoot one. Yeah, I haven't got a turkey in quite a few years, especially Mm -hmm. in PA. PA since I was... I haven't got a turkey since I was... I don't know, 15. Not that I couldn't have got turkeys. I mm-hmm. may have missed one or two, but <laughs> I passed up a lot of birds. Yeah. I don't pass turkeys. Yeah, but I think the main thing it boils down to is the first thing you brought up, the couple hard winters we had and the wet springs. Because that was right around the time we saw it. was like immediately it took we a nosedive. One year. Yeah, they took a big nosedive. And they've been beak slowly, dive. yeah, a beak dive, if you will, um, swan dive. Isn't it? Well, that doesn't really line up, but either way, it's a bird. Um, it's a plane. <laughs> but that's like when we saw the big decline was like after 2013, 14, and 14, 15. And they've been kind of coming back since then slowly. And this year, I think, is even, you know, we've just started this year, but I've seen a lot of birds so far this year i see 20 out in our field every day which yeah. i haven't seen that dad in a long and i time. saw yeah, it's been every day, one day. They like it, they're definitely coming back so i think they might be just in our area at least they might be a little late to the party with <laughs> the suggesting of well one bee's not part of it okay yeah so it, like i said in our area but i don't know what about the rest of the state so they could be yeah. right on par I think if you want to increase the turkey population, you put a bounty on predators. Mm-hmm. I agree. You get people out there hunting coyotes, fox, trapping raccoons. And, like, fisher is only like, take one a year. And they don't have as long. It's not like when trapping season opens, like, there's long seasons for beavers and raccoons and stuff. They're, they have a really long season. It's a couple months long. For fishers, it's not very long. Very short, yeah. So... I think if you extend those seasons and let people kill a couple of them, then... What is the reason for such a short season? If you're only allowed one... Because there's not... They, I, I don't know if they... Well, if when they, they introduced them. the season, it was because there wasn't very many. That we're yeah, still but, working but off of... But if there's not like many, the, like why, and it's only one, why not just make it as long as the rest of the trapping season, but you can only get one? I guess because they're still getting money on the tag, and they're... Since it's such a short season, less people less are people are going to be successful during that season. But they still get their. But money But you can still kill one if you catch it accidentally. No, legally you have to contact game commission. Yeah. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they can let it go for you. No, when well, you're even trapping, if, like, if, you if legally you ca- have to have a release tool. Mm-hmm. Or if you catch it in a trap, in like a conibear. No, if you catch it in a conibear and it's dead, you have to turn it into the game commission yeah know, but that's what i'm saying like that's what i'm getting at if you catch an econobear like 
it you why not just make it the entire season with everything else mm-hmm. and just you're allotted one because if you check catch an econobere like you could potentially on accident catch 15 of them yeah because you catch them basically the same way you catch a raccoon yeah and if somebody's using conibears mm-hmm. sucks to suck but I, I don't know it just it seems like you're just asking for more problems yeah if it's one per year just like deer one per year like one buck per year well why make, don't we get to hunt deer all year round well that has something to do with <laughs> um like the breeding yeah. seasons and everything and the yeah. antler growth seasons but i guess i could be um what's the the word um wrong no, not wrong. Uh, what's ignorant to yeah. like breeding seasons for yeah, fisher and stuff. No so like that's something that could be in effect. And those skunks breed in the springtime. I don't know if that's all animals of that sort of nature. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, I know coyotes. You, do you are witness in the a lot of I know some people action. with pet ferrets. I'll ask them. Oh, they're pretty go. similar. But no, you don't ever it's notice. Jet black, not a coon. Not a coon. In the springtime, you always see dead skunks on the road. Yeah, yeah, it's because they're out running about. It's like the the skunk rut. Exactly. You know, you always see more. <laughs> Same dead. with beavers. You always see beavers in the springtime on the road. Should be a yeah. coincidence. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. See, I definitely think that would be a better approach: is to do something about predators rather than hunters. Yeah, I think I think that's a good, valid point because. Predators are on the rise. Mm-hmm. This is true. I think it's just easier for them to say, okay, less less hunting. Yeah, yeah. It's easier to take away from you. Because the hunting numbers are dropping already. Yeah. So it's harder to get more people to kill more things. Yeah, it's easier to get you to kill away. less. Yeah. But whether or not that's more effective, I suppose. It's up to the biologists. Yeah. But I tell you, if I was getting 20 bucks for a raccoon like I was back in the day... We'd still be hunting them. I'd, yeah, I'd still be trapping mm-hmm. raccoons. Yeah. But I got one last year, and I got two bucks for it. I'm like, I'm not. it's not worth my time. Mm-hmm. You paid more than that just to take it out to old John Chase. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. uh, the last big topic, which we touched on a little bit before we hit record, so I know where Tom sits with this one, um, and Frank a little bit, but um, bringing... Uh, antlerless back to opening day and that first Sunday now. So mm-hmm. Saturday and Sunday after Thanksgiving, you'll be able to kill bucks and does. Where last year they moved it to where it was buck only that first two days. I think it was last year and the year before. Yeah, so now opening day, Brown, she's down, baby. I think the only thing that's going to do is increase the number of bucks being killed. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely have noticed that when doe season is allowed, you can you, more bucks get killed because more people are shooting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what I said earlier. Like, it seemed like the first day of deer season, since it was just buck the last two years, fewer people went out. So it was like you had the opening day and you had an influx of hunters, and then Saturday when the when doe came in, or was it? Mo- I don't remember. It was, it was Saturday. Oh, Saturday. It was a Saturday. When does it, came in, you had another big. It felt influx. like opening day. Yeah, exactly. It felt like you had two opening days, but. I also think that the first opening day wasn't near as big. And you had that whole first week where there were fewer hunters in the woods. People weren't chasing does around. There was fewer shots being fired to move deer around. And I really feel like a lot more bucks made it, in my opinion. Which from what the I've archer seen. in me is happy about that. Yeah, exactly. Um, That's how I feel. But I'm also not against it being doe no, on the opening day. I, I'm all for it being doe opening day because... 
by the I'm big into like archery hunting. I mm-hmm. am way more passionate about that than rifle. Um, by the time I break my rifle out for hunting season, I'm no longer like as serious about it. It's more of the tradition yeah. behind it, and I'm happy to shoot a doe opening day. Yeah, no problem. I'm ready for the heart and tenderloins mm-hmm. at that point. Yeah, and like my, pretty much our whole lives since we started hunting up until two years ago, you've been allowed to shoot does the whole season as soon as deer season open you could shoot buck or doe the whole time so it's not like it's something new to us so that's maybe that's why i feel like it doesn't really matter to me as much but like you yeah. said from an archery standpoint it's like i don't really less care. bucks they get killed in gun season means hopefully more bucks for me next year yeah exactly but i mean at the same time there's all there's a big block big yeah. buck in every block it yeah. seems you know, seems the, like every big buck in our block has been hit by a truck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're not worried about yeah, hunters. Yeah, side note here. Me and Tom, um, actually my dad bought a new piece of property this past season. Uh, this was the first full season we had it. Um, and tell you what, we've really struggled. We've had three really solid bucks. Three Pope and Young class bucks. Yeah, taken two by vehicle, one by poacher. It, it, <laughs> it's been it's, a rough year. It sucks because, you know, you put all this time into the property and – you know they it sucks That's yeah all I can say about like, it. Cause like what we're talking about right now we're worried about it not worried, worried about, about it in rifle season other people yeah. shooting the deer you know how many deer getting killed during rifle and archery but yeah karen just, in a soccer mom van exactly you gotta worry about her with her deer whistles on the front yeah no it wasn't karen that hit it but could have been karen could have been a karen probably was karen. just it sucks yeah <laughs> But mm-hmm. what do you do? It'd be like that sometimes. Yeah. They'll so, be back. Yeah, they always come not back. those ones. Those ones won't. <laughs> Others. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. One can only hope. We'll be uh, be out looking for their sheds soon. Not those ones, of course. Yeah. And I, uh, my dad found a dead. My my dad's buddy found a deadhead while they were out coyote hunting. So. Oh, yeah. There's been all kinds of nice big bucks getting killed yeah. after the season that ones that you think make it through and then all of a sudden you're like shit yeah that does suck yeah and people that are out there looking for sheds make sure you guys are putting them back after you take your pictures so they can pick them back up next year yeah this is true keep growing yeah let them grow yeah you don't want them to have to start over so but yeah I that's think, yeah. that was you say that's actually that was about besides the uh leaving your sheds there um that, that's all the big changes for pa um proposed changes for next season of course that means you know next archery season and the following turkey season nothing's changing to turkey season we got coming up yeah. soon um but yeah it's i'm i'm open to it and stuff i'm not like our older generation that hates change and stuff i mm-hmm. i put a lot of faith in the scientists that come up with the seasons yeah. and the studies they do a lot more studying than i do it's the insurance companies the insurance companies has a lot to do with deer season and stuff i i agree um, mm-hmm. And I think that's who's pushing for the doe tags because mm-hmm. just the They're amount tired of, of paying the claims. Yeah. So I, I agree to that point, but I think there's a lot of studying and science that goes on in the game commission. And I, I think they're doing a really good job. I've never had any issues with game wardens. In no, PA. me either. Actually, I've never had issues in any state that I've been mm-hmm. in, but we'll, uh, we'll see how it goes. Um, said, so, uh, Keep tuning in for updates on the uh, White Cat Turkey Scramble. And start getting signed up now. No yeah, time you, like the present. Yeah, literally right now. Sunday morning when you're tuning in. Like, hit Send us up. Send us your money. Yeah. Give us all your monies. 
So. Oh, speaking of that, before we sign this off, how are we? Are people only paying in person, or how do you oh, want to well, do? We payment? could do um, Venmo, PayPal, okay. or in person. Yeah. Um, that's one of the. If you're, we'll talk about it when you hit us up. Yeah, exactly. It's it's yeah. one of those. It's very simple. Um, yeah. If you're we'll local, we'll tell you how to pay. Yeah, if we're local to the area, or like, and you want to pay in person, that's fine. Um, if you're a little bit out, or if it's just more convenient because you don't carry cash to Venmo, that's fine too. Well, like I said, we'll iron those details you want out. To mail in a check. We, yeah, we could mail in checks. Um, but we'll yeah. iron those details out when the shirt comes out of the dryer. You know what I'm saying? Makes sense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> On that note, make sure you guys are all getting outside. <laughs>